0: Hi, my name is Erin and I'm an alcoholic
1: and my name is Ken and I'm an alcoholic and welcome to podcast not perfection. Yay. <laughs> hello hi everyone
0: welcome back to podcast not perfection hi ken
1: hi erin how are you i'm doing well
0: great I'm i want to hear about your week because you were in new jersey was, oh, for like yeah. 20 days I to clear it i was on, feels like <laughs> it really on it
1: for me too um i was on the jersey shore which is not before Snucky. But yeah before we get too far with any assumptions uh, it was there was no snooki. Um Actually, She's doing actually one of the people that was on that show actually owns a store in the town I was in. <gasps> really, but where I'm at is a uh, Ocean City, New Jersey, not Maryland. Ocean City, New Jersey. It's a dry town, actually, so they don't have. Oh, any,
0: Mike was telling me that
1: they don't have any bars. They don't He's serve been there. alcohol on the island, like so. It's very like calm and chill and pristine, relaxed, all that. Nice, and that's why I love it. Um,
0: Hold on, yeah. Mike wanted. To know if you went to a specific ice cream place.
1: Which what is it called?
0: I don't know remember. Oh. We'll talk about it after. Okay. Sorry. There's
1: several. Okay. Probably not though. I don't Okay. A dairy doesn't do well with me. <laughs> oh.
0: Neither neither with me, but I yeah.
1: don't care. Yeah, I I the last day I actually my brother brought me a bought me a gelato. <sighs> and I don't even want to like know what people thought walking by me when I was eating. Because <laughs> it was like outside, so it was like melting. So I just like <laughs> and I was like out of breath. And then I felt like garbage and I wasn't proud of myself, but I was like, "Damn, that was good." I don't, I don't even care. It's okay. I wish I could have seen that. Yeah. So,
0: did you go to any meetings while you were
1: Yes, in- they do a, a meeting. Uh, they have several meetings um, down there. There's two morning meetings. I'm not sure why they're at the same time, opposite ends of the island, but that's what they do. Um, so, I went to Good Morning Ocean City South. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just in a church. Started at 7:30. It was a great way to like wake up and like. The house that we lived in was like a two-minute drive from the meeting, nice. so it was like I could wake up at seven, leave the house at seven fifteen, go get a coffee at Wawa. Have you ever been to a Wawa?
0: I feel like I've driven. <sighs> I want to
1: talk about the meeting, but we gotta talk about. Wawa okay, too.
0: what's Wawa? Well, I feel like I've driven past a Wawa, and I really like. Let's
1: meeting. go back. Let's, yes, yes, it's an experience. Okay. So yeah, the meeting was great. They did like a rotating format and everything. It was just, it was nice, and they had a speaker on Friday. Was an older gentleman named mike who was very like something i aspired to he thinks he's very he spoke very slow but very like calculated Mm. so he didn't ever say and he was funny as hell hell like the driest sense of humor he was wicked funny (laughs) but i think i learned i wrote some stuff down that he said too oh this one thing he did say to someone who like spoke about it he said i'm glad you came to AA, and i hope you have the courage to come back
0: Aww, so i like that it is yeah brave to show up to an AA meeting
1: gosh mm-hmm. yeah and it was this is the one i went to last year too and i was so nervous the first like i didn't go the first day and i went the second day like shaking in the corner huddled and you know eh, i don't know anyone but this year i just walked in and was able to like sit. <laughs> uh, and just, honey I'm yeah, home. it was nice
0: well that's the thing is you're always You always belong Mm -hmm. when you're an alcoholic, and you go to any meeting around the world. It's like a, it's like a home.
1: It's one of my favorite things to do when I travel, is to go to a meeting. Mm,
0: I've heard that from a lot of people because
1: it's like different people, different place, but everything it's the the, everything's the same besides that, which is almost nothing, I guess. But like, Mm. it doesn't feel like you. Shouldn't be there. Right. Like you're it's, in the right place. You belong. Right. Yeah. You're with your people. I went to one in Savannah, Georgia. That was great. I got a little visitor chip. Nice. That was cute. That's cute. Mm-hmm. I wish
0: we had those. Not so, many people visit the meetings we go to. No. We're, <laughs> ca- we're kind of
1: off the beaten path. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay.
0: Oh, also, so this week, I feel like we had a really exciting week. We both went and saw Elson Elton John. John. <sighs> Mine was super last minute. I bought a ticket that day. You almost didn't go. I almost didn't go. And because i had to work the next day and the the concert wasn't wasn't until 8 p.m and i went and i talked to my boss and he was like erin go this is a once in a lifetime experience this is his last tour mm-hmm. so i was just
1: it sounded like it really was his last tour did he did he talk to the, it's audience? the
0: farewell tour well i, I mean i think
1: he's had a few farewell tours oh, before but I he was didn't know that he was talking to he's us
0: 75 less...
1: yeah he was talking about how he wants to like Spend the rest of his life with his family.
0: I love that. And I man. almost cried
1: at that point. I too. cried
0: several times. And because I bought my ticket last minute, I went with a couple of friends. We didn't even go together. <laughs> I love how we do this a lot. It's
1: you like, drove together, but you We
0: drove together, but I um I'm I mean mean you didn't go together. We oh, went yeah. on separate nights. That's but true. I drove with my my friends and they had floor seats and I just bought a random ticket.
1: Were you way up in like the nosebleeds? Um
0: not I was in the middle i liked my seat a lot there i had a really good view
1: there wasn't a bad view i feel but like.
0: i was alone and i didn't care mm. which is really cool i feel like i can do that today yeah i can just go to a concert and sit with strangers and dance and sing and cry <laughs> and it was it was he puts on a fantastic show yeah. this is this is relevant to the podcast because Elton John has been sober for like 30
1: years. Yes. I I wanted to like, I I mean if I screamed he wouldn't hear me, but I wanted to like just have a conversation with him too. Yeah. Just about stuff like that.
0: I bet you and everybody in that audience I know that Elton John has special meaning to you as well.
1: Yeah. Uh, Going back to like treatment for me like the beginning of my sober journey, we lived uh, in a house Um. Did you know that the house that we lived in was on High Street in Manchester? Oh,
0: that's like, ironic. Who, yeah, who chose that? Doesn't
1: it ironic? <laughs> Atlantis. Uh, so, we didn't have cable, so we would, like, start with, um, what would they do? Someone some put on YouTube one day, and we just went around, and, like, when the music stopped, we played a new music video. And everyone just, like, played their own thing, and we each got to play a little bit. And we didn't even, like, sit down and agree on it. It just kind of happened. It was kind of cool. So everyone kind of got to listen to what they wanted to listen to to mm-hmm. start their day but listen to like what other people do just to like you know maybe broaden some horizons so i picked tiny dancer I, oh, it just I happened to, to be a suggested thing and i was like yep and the it's the music video it's not the original music video i imagine uh but it's was
0: it the same one that was played yes. on the big screen It like uh, that made me emotional it
1: depicts like several different people living out in la and just like a brief story like a story of like this girl is bringing her loved one's remains to spread into a river
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's just that's a story. the story not the, even the girl like,
0: with the skateboard smashing in the yeah windshield i, I liked, liked her. her i liked her <laughs> uh,
1: an older woman selling uh some of her like prized possessions to like move on with her life or whatever the story is and then there was one that i always thought was like i remember like being like i want to be her at some point or you know like because she's not in this regard i guess but i it i resonated maybe is what i thought and i was her she was like at the door of like a liquor store like looking like terrified and trembling and then it cuts to her later and she's like in her car crying holding her her chip her AA chip and i was like oh same boat girl
0: yeah i identify and
1: something about the whole like theme of like the, the music video was i don't know it was just like maybe Unironically, it was actually like hope, and it instilled in me like that like things could just be better. Mm. It wasn't even the song itself, but the song now brings up those thoughts. But like the music video and the images with the song, like it just put me in a place for like a little bit in a time when I was like just lost. Like I had no no hope, no feeling, no love, nothing, and it put me in a spot where like I was able to like. It's a six-minute song too. Take yeah. like six minutes to just be like, let's look at you know other people's there's, lives or whatever. Yeah, and there's more out there than yes. what. Like I my, have experience. My first thought was like, let me move to LA, and I realized that's not the move. But
0: <laughs> we learned that geographical cares don't yes, work.
1: It's grasping at straws. But it just sort of put me in a in a mindset that like, yeah, things can get better. Yeah. And so watching him perform that last night, I. I don't get very emotional anymore, like in like a, a crying sense. I still have other emotions, obviously, but I like literally teared, like welled up and I was like, mm, like I had like had a lump a in my times. throat and I was like, oh, stop, stop, stop. Yeah. Like not stop, but I was like, whew, going on onions? <laughs> What's going on over here?
0: Yeah. Well, that's actually a good segue to our topic because you were talking about hope and Elton John's mm. music gave you that. Yeah i bet he would love to hear that i know also because that
1: would be cool why
0: else does an artist make yeah. music you know other than to touch the lives of people that's but what he was
1: talking about last night yeah
0: too, yeah so our topic today uh is going to be hope and we're going to talk about that
1: we hope you like it <laughs>
0: we hope you like it when we come back so hope why did we choose hope to be our second topic episode tell
1: us aaron why did we pick hope
0: i think (laughs) if we're on the same wavelength it's because when because we know aa mostly Mm -hmm. sorry that this has all been about aa people but that's just what we know we'll get to other forms of recovery i'm sure at some point but in aa hope is the second principle that's attached to step two. So in AA step two is came to believe that a power greater than yourself
1: can restore restore you
0: to sanity or us. They use us because it's like a we program and that principle. So we try to live by certain spiritual principles and hope is the second principle. Mm -hmm. So hope was definitely something for me that I grabbed onto when I was a newcomer, but hope is still something that I get a lot of every day and especially talking to a newcomer. But I wanted to ask you, Ken, so what was your first kind of hope moment? Like things could change, things could be different, things could maybe possibly get better. I mean, I'm sure... For me, there was only going up. Well, I'm sure I could have gone down further, but I just want to hear what your experience <laughs> with Hope is.
1: <laughs> so like I, we already touched, touched upon, uh, I think that uh, I found... Elton John. Yeah, his music really was able to put me in a place that made me f- feel and think differently just for the duration of whatever song I happened to be on, Tiny Dancer being the song which i feel like is about never mind doesn't matter anyways see to me like my beginning of my recovery is very cloudy like i don't have a very vivid memory of like what happened because i was still so
0: same cloudy uh, yeah Yeah.
1: and um i think i was for like a good like
0: my brain was much
1: year like i i don't recall a lot
0: well i think they say that it takes your brain up to a year Mm -hmm. to get back to normal I,
1: i still have moments where like i'm like oh i remember that from last year i'm like I look around I'm like, oh my god, I remember that. Mm-hmm. And people are like, you remember what you had at the one time you went to a restaurant last year? Like, that's no big deal. I'm like,
0: yes, that's a believe huge it or not, deal. it is a
1: big deal. Yes. Okay, because <laughs> I remember what I drank, but I don't remember what I ate. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, the first time I really felt, I can't remember which came first, but Elton John definitely was like an escape in the morning where I was able to sort of like, I think it also kind of went hand in hand with the fact that I finally had a, a routine because I kind of had us on a schedule and treatment. I would. Wake up, take a shower, go have two pieces of toast, <laughs> have a coffee, sit and listen and watch, and then we would turn the news on and then we would do whatever. And we'd leave. But like that was the way I started my day every day. And I got so accustomed to that. And like the fact that I could like have a routine at all, let alone sober, and be excited about it a little bit, was like, and like Elton John, obviously came in at this this point. Yeah. It, to me, I,
0: I think a routine is huge. I think oh. I think because they did this. I think they do that purposely when you're in. Oh, a thousand percent. Because that is, I don't know what it. It's just maybe a safe, secure mm-hmm. thing, and maybe it helps your brain rewire Absolutely. quicker because you're doing it. It's so important. Yeah. It's I so important. Wish I was
1: better at it nowadays. Still, but that's not this episode. Anyways, so yeah, like that. Def, like. His music definitely put me in a place. and then, like I sort of like fused with a memory of like having this like stability, however small it was. and that was like a new thing for me. And so that really put a lot of like hope in me that like it can get better. And like that was the first like little like opening of the door, and I would peek through. and then things happened at in treatment where like these two people would come and talk to us, remember their names and and the meeting they were at and everything. And the names are him and regina oh just to give a shout out Is regina it, george no 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 um, <laughs> um that was a mean girls <laughs>
0: reference, in, case, in case someone didn't catch that.
1: but they they spoke and i remember like just like listening to them and i think that was like the first time that i was like excited about where i was mm-hmm. and being sober yeah
0: like i a, yeah i like, same thing
1: they they told these stories and like they had some like low lows Yeah. Like, lower than my lows. And I was like, oh, girl, what? Like, that's embarrassing. That's tough. But here you are talking about it Mm -hmm. and, like, helping me, let alone the whole room, sort of learn that, like, it gets better.
0: It does get better. And, like,
1: that was the first time I really believed I could, like, get better. And stay better.
0: Yeah. I remember people coming in. I don't remember anybody's names. I don't even remember their faces. But what I do remember is that feeling of hope. Mm -hmm. I I remember almost being excited Mm -hmm. to a point, as excited as I could be in the state I was in, Mm -hmm. depressed and anxious. But, yeah, I remember listening. Thank God that people came in. And spoke to us. Mm-hmm. It was the way they I think it was the way they presented themselves. They didn't feel sorry for themselves. A lot of them were joking mm-hmm. and laughing and smiling. And they definitely
1: didn't come in thinking that they were better than us.
0: It, well, of course. Because
1: they were us.
0: They exactly. And I I felt that. Yeah. And well, and that's I think the whole thing about identification is even though they're like you were saying. I didn't have a lot of, like, I, I never got arrested. I never, um, I don't know. Well, I was kind of on the verge of losing a <laughs> place to live. But, I mean, I, I felt like I could have gone lower than I did. I don't know if that's the right terminology. But, like, The bottom you keep, hit is your bo- bottom. Yeah, the bottom I hit was my bottom. But some people's bottoms, like, seemed to me really low. But here they were, and again, just the way they presented themselves and the way they they spoke, they spoke so eloquently. Mm-hmm. I remember thinking, I will never be able to speak like that, yeah. but I wanted to. I, like, remember, I wanted what they had.
1: Uh, I remember thinking, my always thought was always, if I like to speak, I was like, I wonder what they do in their free time. Like, mm-hmm. how do they spend their free time? Because clearly, they've got it put in place enough that they can come and share and to me my free time was always spent drinking there was nothing else that happened so i just was like cur- that always made me curious because i was like what does one maybe that was grasping at the straws because i had no idea what to do <laughs> but i always thought that and that's not really relevant but it's just the thought i had i always wondered what they did in their free time
0: yeah that's interesting i don't think i ever wondered that
1: like how do you spend your life
0: well i feel like well now that i have experience being on the other side we live today Mm -hmm. we get to that's a huge thing we're here recording a podcast this is
1: one of our get this is one
0: of our get tos i get to do you know what i'm a free human being today and i i can do whatever i want and i can go anywhere on earth Mm -hmm. and i'm not shackled by anything
1: and that's, an, that's an exciting feeling is Isn't right that there.
0: an exciting feeling? Mm-hmm. I could go, yeah, and do anything. Yep. And so that's what I'm saying, I guess, when I still get hope every day. I definitely see it when newcomers come in. I remember feeling I just the look on their faces. And I remember feeling that way. And I get to say to them, oh, no, no, no. You think this is the end. You're mistaken. This is
1: but the beginning.
0: Just the beginning. And I did, that brings me hope. Yeah. And then watching, I mean, we were talking about sponsorship on the bonus episode and the episode before this, watching, starting with a new sponsee, this is how my hope continues as well. Starting with someone who's at their lowest, low, 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 and taking them step by step, showing them how to live the principles of AA and watching them get better and it's them doing the work it's mm-hmm. them in their higher power
1: mm-hmm.
0: cuz higher power in AA ties into step 2 and ties into hope and everything but that keeps my hope yeah like they can get better and and I I can still become better there's no cap on growth never ever
1: Progress, not perfection.
0: Progress podcast. Podcast, not perfection.
1: (laughs) At gmail.com.
0: So, I wanted to share something that my friend Donna Lee had sent to our email. I think that this is an important thing to share with our listeners, because I truly believe that incorporating spiritual principles into your life can help anybody who with any problem, I just
1: gave two thumbs up to them.
0: Yes, that was two thumbs way Mm -hmm. up. Because this is the thing, it obviously helped with my drinking problem. But I use these principles in my daily life for every Every Mm -hmm. issue I have, it solves all my problems.
1: And this, these same steps and principles that we talk about for AA are used for people that have any kind of addiction, whether it be like a a drug or sex or gambling, like it can be used even in the... Like the people who love us who might go to Al-Anon, which is like a support group mm. for families. They...
0: Al-Anon's great. I would love to get an Al-Anon speaker yes. on here. They
1: use the same steps that we do. And those people don't have drinking problems. Right. They just have. Well,
0: they have. Yeah. They well, have, they do. They have us, <laughs> they which is, us. we're the problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, my friend Donna Lee had sent us an email to podcastnotperfection at gmail.com. Hit, hit us up. Um, so you, I'm going to link the website to you guys so you can read the full story. I'm just going to read a quick ep- excerpt, but this guy does did not ever use a drink or drug in his life and went to an AA meeting. So let me just start with, um, I was going through a divorce and I was miserable and hopeless beyond words. There was simply nothing for me to do but accept a life of misery and endure it as best as I could until I found the sweet release of death. Sound familiar, Ken? So familiar. And again, this guy's non-alcoholic. One day I was talking to a friend about my problems and he suggested I go with him to an AA meeting. He thought I would relate to it. That seemed totally bizarre to me because I didn't drink and had never been drunk in my life, not once, nor had I ever used an illegal drug of any kind. How could I fit in at an AA meeting? I'm going to skip ahead. As I sat in my first meeting for the first time in my life, I felt like I belonged. Mm. I heard people telling my story. All the details were different, but the feelings were all the same. This is exactly what you and I experienced Absolutely. right to a T. But their stories had a happy ending and mine was still mired in misery. They had, quote unquote, something that I wanted. And so that's hope right there. Yep. That's exactly what we were talking about. Hope comes from seeing other people who had, who turned their lives around. So today I get to be a power of example to those people who are just stuck
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and you don't have to be stuck anymore. You don't. And this guy is called Bob. Again, I'm going to put the website in uh, the episode details. (laughs) <laughs> sorry, Ken just took a really
1: <laughs> I slurped my straw. I'm sorry. Big These microphones are too powerful I for us. I was <laughs> trying
0: to hold it together and I couldn't. Um, I just thought that was a really, really interesting read. Mm-hmm. I also don't know, do you think people in AA would care if somebody who isn't an alcoholic came into a meeting and wanted to work the steps? I was wondering that because uh, there's traditions in yeah. AA. Well, but I, I wouldn't care. I
1: don't speak for anyone else, but yeah, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't care. And again, as much as I don't, Donnelly wouldn't anyones,
0: care.
1: I don't feel like they should.
0: They freaking I've had, I've shouldn't. Had, I've
1: actually had friends. Come, I've had friends come to a meeting with me that I don't think identifies as, a, as alcoholic. I see it as just a, uh, a I, place where people's spiritual principles come to the surface mm-hmm. and they talk about them and how they use them in their life and how. They've seen other people use them in their their lives, and
0: okay, this is where I can bring a little bit of something other than AA in. I I know like very very little about dharma, but mm. and I know very very little about Buddhism. But I did have to take a world religion class, which by the way was like one of the most confusing <laughs> times of my life. Ask Angela. I was like I.
1: And expect you to say confusing. this is a,
0: a story <laughs> for another time, but. Uh, So in Buddhism, you have to accept the truth that there's suffering in life. And it's kind of the same thing as the first step. You kind of have to – in AA is where you have to accept that – and people in Dharma, please correct me if I'm wrong. (laughs) I know – I don't really know what I'm talking about. Um, It's kind of like the same thing, though. Drinking, you have to accept that you're powerless over alcohol in life you when you accept that there's suffering then you can move past it and there's ways to do that it's the eightfold path or the four noble truth <laughs> oh yeah i'm you so sorry about, everybody in dharma We
1: talked about last
0: i think angela did a little bit yeah four yeah. noble
1: truths and eightfold path
0: yeah you follow the eightfold path so what i'm getting at is that at some point in our lives I think everybody at some point in their life has suffered spiritually Mm -hmm. and it's, you don't have to stay stuck there. There are ways to turn that around and go find somebody that can help you do that. Whether it's an AA sponsor, whether it's a Dharma mentor, whether it's a therapist, a Mm -hmm. life coach, a recovery coach, a friend who has what you want. You don't have to stay correct in 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 your situation, and if you just have hope and are willing, you'll go far. absolutely. That's how I feel. yeah,
1: I agree. Yeah. I feel like yeah, no, I, I feel like for a long time, for me, like I had no hope because I felt comfortable where I was, like Bob in the story. He was like, okay. It's
0: called Bob Rebooted, by the way. Bob
1: Rebooted. Bob was unbooted at this point. Yeah. And he just felt okay with the way things were, like melancholy ish.
0: I didn't think anything could change, and I didn't yeah. know things could change. And
1: I think I was afraid to change, too. I well, I,
0: that's another. The huge fear of the thing. unknown.
1: Like, I would rather live the way I am now than try and change and, and miss at being better.
0: Again, I think that's a huge importance when higher power comes into the picture
1: and i was so super like not it's not even i'm not religious even currently. me neither not at all and i think i was always which
0: is like if i'm not against any no religion. No, no i think it's very useful. i'm
1: pro-religion i'm just it's not I, for it's me. just not for me either. Yeah. but i always was whenever it came talking about like higher powers i was like Ugh. like no yeah not well it. i don't not i think it's
0: misunderstanding yes what it is, which is
1: maybe people are miss yeah i agree so i found that like my hope is based i think on my faith in my higher power
0: yes i love that
1: like that's how i like if i wake up and i'm like i do not want to go to work today i do not want to go do this today i don't want to do anything of it today i can just sort of like not like literally but like figuratively give it up to my higher power and just let it happen Mm -hmm. um what was I? Why did I just have that thought? Well,
0: while you, while you think of that thought, I'll share mine. I think I had to see other people believe in something before I could believe in something. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happened. And I just kind of, I grabbed onto that idea. And I thought if the universe is helping these people and taking care of these people, then maybe if I started to trust this. I might get a little emotional because it's I was so blind for so long and so stubborn. And so there
1: I use the word ignorant. Ignorant. Yeah.
0: And if I now I allow the universe to kind of all I can think of the word that's coming to, to mind is cradle me. Yeah. And take care of me. Yeah, but I had to see it in somebody else. I needed a concrete example in a, in another human being that there is a power out there that I don't necessarily understand, but I can connect to and I'm going to be okay no matter what.
1: Mm-hmm. You'll make it through. I'll make it through. It was like that uh, TikTok that I shared the other day. I, I don't shared...
0: have a TikTok.
1: I know, but I shared it on my Instagram. Oh. And it was like, you were the only person that's been through everything in your life.
0: <gasps> yes, I cried. Yeah. Okay, like, I do remember that.
1: <laughs> it's like, it was this guy, I don't even know who he is. He recorded it like probably like a year ago or something, but it was just, and I literally had saved it like forever ago. I just got TikTok back again.
0: It's that's love, another.
1: It's a love-hate relationship. We're going to
0: have so many episodes on things. Cause I feel like we always, that's another topic yeah,
1: for another episode. Put on the list. We're going to have a TikTok. He was talking about like like you're beautiful like you've made it through everything you've been through that in made life. Me
0: sob, and like why like, you are you so, like right yeah like why
1: are you so hard on yourself you've done you've climbed the highest mountains and the lowest lows and like you've made it through mm-hmm. you're here yeah you've i think it.
0: we're just so we and were so conditioned
1: i think that's yeah and i think that's a huge problem in the world these days But I also find that like that is like how my train of thought when it comes to like my higher power. Like I've made it through this before. I'll make it through this again. Yeah. And I know that I'm going to make it through.
0: You are going to make it through. Like
1: do I have concrete evidence? No. But you know what? I just know I'm going to.
0: Yeah. That's faith, right? This too
1: shall pass. Mm -hmm. And like whenever I'm having a bad day and things kind of come out of the woodwork to, you know, get in my way, I'm always like this is just my higher power testing me to make me better. Because if I can get through this… Which to me right now seems like the worst thing in my entire life in 33 years. And it's just like a table that is like gluten-free or something. Like something (laughs) silly like that. Like I'm going to make it through this and I'm going to be better because of it.
0: I'm getting so emotional. I don't know. We we only have one tissue. I know. Well, I used it on my nose. I'm not going to use it to blot my eyes. I feel super connected to Ken right now. But like that (laughs) that's like
1: how I view my higher power. I love that. It's just. With you always
0: always and like i was
1: super not higher power related like i was always like if you're like back to this religious conversation i'm not religious but like you know if god is for you good i'm happy for you that's for you i it's call my me.
0: higher power god sometimes it's very convenient i was
1: politely <laughs> agnostic is what i call myself yeah it just wasn't for me you believe in it i didn't believe in it i believe just to be from karma but only self serving karma. Like, if I did this favor for you, I'll you, get were, it back you were good again. Yeah, that was the way I did it, which I thought was like totally right. And then I realized now, oops, not so. Well, you,
0: it's like you use just, the word ignorant. It was just
1: very self serving, and yeah. that's not the way to be. So, yeah, like that just, I, I find that, like, also with like certain things on like social media or like just in people my age these days, we don't ever really have conversations about like spirituality like once in a while I might talk to one of my friends in particular I'm thinking of, she's very in touch with like spirituality and we've had conversations and everything, but I, I feel like it's almost like dismissed these days. Like it's not something for us. Like I used to believe it's not for me, but like I found so much value in it and like, not just like the self-serving value I used to find. It's like now I find value in it to make me want to value other things and, and be outwardly just good. And kind and, and and things like that. And
0: I think does that it, make sense? it does. And I also believe that it helps me be kinder to myself. Because mm. the thing about when I started to believe in a spirit of the universe, right, it made me. Eventually, it took a, a while, and it took a lot of practice. Right, it's about practice. I started to feel a part of. And connected. Mm -hmm. I wasn't separate anymore from the world. I was a part of the world and I felt more connected to individuals, including people that I didn't know. Mm -hmm. And that made me love myself more, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: And yeah.
1: I think being compassionate to yourself is very important too. And
0: that's, and you know what's really cool is you can, your higher power can be absolutely anything that you want it to be.
1: Whenever I say it, people always react with like, oh, that's great, but it wasn't even my thought that I had first. Uh, When I was in treatment, we were set a Literally an arts and crafts project, which I was rolling my eyes at already at the time. That
0: sounds like. I, was fun. Like, I
1: am not drawing a picture right now. I drew a picture, but Aww, I was very I wish I hesitant. Could see it?
0: Did you save it? I have some of my stuff from Hampstead I mean, Possible. I'm sure it. I probably do Ugh, actually. Find it.
1: But it was we wanted. They wanted us to draw a visual representation of our higher power.
0: I do that with my sponsees, and
1: I was like, I ain't got nothing. I literally sat in the corner in my corner chair by myself, with my sunglasses on, scowling. That's a different part of the story. Anyways. I just couldn't think of anything. And I was given the analogy probably a week or two before. It was like people identify their higher power as like a lime green Kia. You pass how many lime green Kias in a week? You couldn't tell me. I don't know. But once you start to look for a lime green Kia, yeah, you they're see them all everywhere. over the place.
0: Everybody start that this week. Yes. And then write into us and let us know how many lime green Kias. Mm-hmm. and then
1: the metaphor is is at the get-go you don't you maybe you're conditioned to not have a higher power or any thought of that at all but once you start to look for something like just looking like the things you just been
0: there all along like
1: coincidences no No. there are no such thing as coincidences in my mind everything happens the way it's supposed to yeah however grim it might sound in certain situations it's not always a positive light but like i always find that when you start to look for the higher power in your life
0: god or it. whatever
1: you call it you're going to find it and that's exactly what happened like that the...
0: seeking they say seeking in the big book seeking yeah like like if you seek
1: yes it's
0: about Absolutely. seeking. I, I don't know if, how many of you are familiar familiar with sandy beach uh
1: it's a person not he a is place. a person
0: i he's <laughs> i thought I, it was a
1: place for the first six i love
0: him but go on he might Sobercast is a great podcast. It they is. have a lot of great um, AA speakers. But Sandy Beach does this speech, I don't know how else to, or talk about seeking and levels of seeking. And it's phenomenal. I think you should all go listen to it. Sorry, you just made me think of that.
1: So, yeah. With the whole lime green Kia metaphor, once you start to look for those Kias, you see them all over the place. I mean not all of them, but you see them. And you sort of have this realization of like, oh wow, there it is again. Oh, there's one again. And it's the same thing when you start to seek or look for any type of higher power in your life. It doesn't have to be religious at all. Just a spiritual thing. Totally separate. Totally. A hundred percent. All of a sudden you just <laughs> you see things that happen like You'll be talking about, this happened actually The one of the last episodes I was here. We were like talking, our topic was, no, it was for this episode. Our topic (laughs) was like hope. And that's when that TikTok came up. That was like, it it instilled hope in me. And then with like the concert going, like I just, things happen in a way that it's like someone set it up on purpose almost sometimes. You're like, how did this happen this way?
0: And if you're honestly seeking, you will find what Mm -hmm. you're looking for. Higher power wise. Yes. I want to just share this excerpt from the big book. Actually, we were fooling ourselves for deep down in every man, woman and child is the fundamental idea of God or spirit. Mm-hmm. It may be obscured by calamity, by pomp, by worship of other things, but in some form or other, it is there. Absolutely. Absolutely and i think that's in we agnostics in the big book so that's kind of where step 2 starts in the big book and that's wh- where i started finding my higher power and like hope that i could be connected to mm-hmm. a higher power and i found th- i find that sentence or a couple of sentences paragraph that's when a couple of sentences <laughs> strung together is called grammar students <laughs> <laughs> I find that that's true. It's already there. I just need to look for it and kind of dig through some crap that I've mm-hmm. accumulated over the years.
1: And you don't even have to, like, find God, specifically. No, like, I don't
0: think so either.
1: At first, I used the idea of a lime green Kia as my higher power.
0: I used uh, the group. Yeah. I used a uh, group of drunks. G O D. G-O-D.
1: And then I well I afterwards I decided to pick um my my nana who is who nana. has since passed she was always just to me benevolent was the word I, I she just was loving in every aspect she not a mean bone in her body and so I used her and like I would talk to her when things got tough and like she helped me through things and I think as I sort of matured in the sense of um my recovery I would call it I guess. While I still look at my nana as a higher power to me, I refer to my higher power as God,
0: mm. but it's my
1: God. It's not Aaron's God. It's not right. Their God. Your God. His girl, yeah, her God. Yeah, I have
0: a very specific yeah. quote unquote God. That's
1: when I feel like people confuse it with, you know, God is obviously part of religion. You no, know, God is. God is not. God is.
0: God is in you. Yes. That's how I see it. You are God. <laughs> No. Oh boy. <laughs> no, don't try to control things. <laughs> That's not good. That's where we get into trouble. Uh, okay. So I think, do you want to share gratitude? Yeah, let's
1: do that, baby. Well, well
0: what are you grateful for? Oh, today? right. You
1: start this week. How about oh, you start? Me? I feel like I always start. I
0: feel like I'm on the spot. Okay. You know what? I'm super grateful. This, this is a very obvious one. Coming in, to, coming oh, yes. up the stairs into the attic and Brian having a whole pretty much friggin' recording studio yeah. set up. And and he got us microphones and...
1: Headphones. Headphones. He got us little screens that go in front of the microphone oh so gosh. we feel... Well, because
0: per- the audio, honestly, is something mm. I personally have been stressing about. I don't know why. This audio is crisp. It's crisp as a honey crisp apple. Oh. <laughs> don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I... I don't know. It was just a really kind mm-hmm. thing.
1: Unexpected too.
0: It, people believe in us, Ken. People believe in us.
1: Yeah.
0: We have people that believe in us. I'm just so grateful for that. And that amazes me. Obviously I'm like in, I don't even believe it. Cause I'm, I keep saying it. People believe in us. Yeah. People believe in us, but that was, that's my overwhelming gratitude of, of the moment. Mm-hmm. I I could, there's a ton of other stuff, I'm sure, but that's all I can think of right now because it's it's overpowering. Thank you, Brian. Thanks, Brian. Yeah. How about you?
1: How about me? There was there was something I wanted to say. Someone I wanted to like. Oh, I'm grateful. I always use a person. I feel like it's just well, I... that's what
0: life is about. It's about yeah. other people.
1: So, um. I don't even think i've told her that i'm doing a podcast it but i'm grateful for cheers. my friend holly she is i have a
0: cousin named holly sorry i always <laughs> sorry
1: we're not talking about aaron's cousin my friend <laughs> sorry cousin holly but no my friend holly she is uh one of my longest friends we met in college that's what it's called
0: <laughs> I forgot that word
1: shows how good that was i just knew Anyways I'd
0: go snoo right now.
1: she is just one of my longest and dearest friends who actually was at the concert with me last night. And there was just a moment when I was there, and I was just like, this is like just a cool thing that we get to share, you know, us and you know, ten thousand other people, but specifically the two of us. And I don't think I've really ever like expressed it the right way to her, and I feel badly that I haven't maybe. Maybe I'm being selfish with it. But I just she's been someone who's like stuck through me at like my worst. There are a lot of people who have stuck with like my through with me. That's like my Emily. Worst. Yeah. Um, and Holly herself now is sober. She just saw so much of what addiction can do to people that she was like, I can't I can't even participate anymore. So she's been sober now, I I believe it's four or five years now. Um She actually has come to a couple of the meetings in Rainbow. You may have met her once or twice.
0: Maybe. I hope so. She sounds amazing. Yeah. If I I haven't, I want to.
1: Yeah. She's just like, I just want to express that on a public forum that like Holly is true to herself. And I admire that more than anything else about her. She doesn't care what anyone thinks about her. She is who she is. And she just took the bar exam. (gasps) She's graduated law school, obviously, because of that. Like she ran for city council. She is just on top of the game, on the ball, kicking ass, taking names, and she's unapologetic about it. And that's just something I aspire to.
0: I now pronounce this the week of Holly.
1: Oh, God. Okay. Yep. The week of Holly. Holly also wants to get married, but to me. Oh. Yeah. She was talking about she's going to (laughs) hyphenate her name, Aborn Garcia. That
0: that is a (laughs) nice name. Holly, you're a badass. Oh. Thank you for being Ken's future wife
1: oh boy don't don't not perpetuate that stereotype
0: <laughs> okay let's do listener gratitude all right okay i'm gonna start with jess hey jess hi jess jess sent a really beautiful email but i'm only going to read the gratitude
1: it was a great email thank you jess for sending beautiful. it
0: i think maybe we could do a bonus episode like we were talking about the other yeah, bonus just is is participating yes i hope that everybody else does too
1: Aaron just gave like a disappointed mother look yeah but I'm I'm (laughs) only
0: kidding this is you guys run this podcast not us uh so Jess says I'm grateful to Aaron and Ken for creating this podcast thank you thank you this isn't thank you I'm grateful for my fiance for helping me through good times and bad he pushed me to do so many things that I don't think I ever would have done Because of him, I have my license to carry, my motorcycle license, and my nursing license. You're fucking badass, Jess. And soon a marriage license. Congratulations. Oh, she says LMAO. That's a lot of licenses. (laughs) I'm grateful for my life in general now. I'm so happy at this moment in my life. I start my first job as an RN in a couple of weeks. You go, girl. I'm grateful for my fur babies, three cats named Jax, Nubs, and Rosie. Nubs. I'm grateful for so much more, but I'll leave some for next week.
1: Aw, thanks, Thank Jess. You, Jess,
0: do you have one?
1: Yes, of course I do. Okay. So we have one more gratitude from Siobhan. And Siobhan says she's grateful for wagging tails. Woo! I love
0: Puppies. That. I love that too. All I can think of is Frank, who isn't up here with us He's right not. now. He was
1: being a little naughty today. He
0: was. Out of control. Speaking
1: of wagging tails, though, my brother and I we drove past a dog beach in Jersey, which
0: is just for dogs and not their people.
1: Oh, for the people too. Okay, but people can bring their dogs, <laughs> and then you kind of like approach it from like a bridge, and you can just see like the dogs like running in the water <gasps> that and stuff. Sounds wicked amazing. cute. And then he told me about this story he heard. It probably was a TikTok, honestly. That speaking of wagging tails, that his family brought their dog to the beach, and then they brought him home and. The next few days, like he, he just wouldn't wag his tail. And they're like, What's wrong with Is him? Breaking? Is he okay? Apparently dogs can sprain their tails <gasps> from wagging them too hard. Oh, so when he was at the beach, so right? That's the most that's the most adorable thing I've ever heard in my life. He sprained his tail oh, from wagging too hard Is he better now? I think he is, okay, yeah. I think that's great. why they posted it, just to like, you know, oh. like, cute, huh? Okay. It's, so yeah, just a tie with wagging tails. Siobhan, that was a good one. Yeah,
0: like thank that. you, Siobhan. Thank you, Siobhan. And thank you, Jess. And thank you, everybody, for listening today. We hope you got something out of this. Mm-hmm. I definitely did. Me too. Yeah, I did.
1: Make sure you reach out to us at our email, mm-hmm. podcastnotperfection at gmail.com. Yes,
0: Please we share your hear gratitude. Hear from you and share your, your thoughts so you yeah. guys can get bonus episodes. If you want to be a bonus
1: episode, let be us know. Be a bonus
0: episode, and also just spread that goodness. Mm-hmm. Do your part. <laughs> I'm not ordering you around. It sounds like that, <laughs> but I'm not. Uh, so until next time, keep going and keep growing.
1: Love that. <laughs> Bye, guys. Thank you.
0: Bye. hey, thanks for listening. If you have any recommendations on topics that you'd like to hear us discuss, or if you'd like to share your gratitude with us, send us an email at podcastnotperfection at gmail.com. See you next time.